And welcome to another edition of The Power of Fitness with Jack Nunn. It's when, it's Tuesday, December 11th, 2012. How's it going, Jack? Good, how are you? Doing great, man. Doing great. Um, year's almost over, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, pretty, it's been a pretty crazy year. Yeah. Uh, you know, with that, with that in mind, um, and uh, just a lot of different things that uh, we've been talking about recently, you know, you've been you uh, been involved in a lot of different competitions. We're coming to the end of the year. I know this is a time of year, uh, you know, people make the resolutions and stuff like that. What do you tell your clients and, and uh, you suggest about goal setting? Um, is it more than just saying, uh, you know, coming in the new year, my resolution is going to be to get back in shape, work out and stuff like that? Or do you, you have them establish a set of goals and, and uh, how does that work, and especially for yourself? Uh, I'm seeing actually quite a few people um, uh, working out right now. Uh, during the holidays, which is uh, kind of a change. Usually it's kind of dead this time of year. So a lot of more people are coming in now, which, which I'm trying to um, give them a little bit more of an incentive, saying, you know, supporting and saying, hey, it's great that you guys are in here and, you know, taking, you know, starting ahead of the schedule, meaning that you're, you know, working out now instead of waiting till, till New Year's resolutions or, you know, the start of January. Right. And, um, you know, there's a good time, all the time, to start working out. And, and yeah, goal setting is huge. Um, you know, for example, my goal setting this year uh, was to do this, uh, the Ironman in Cozumel, and I signed up a year ago. And I knew that things were going to get tough with, uh, you know, scheduling and to kind of keep myself motivated and have a good distraction from... Um, my industry with the fitness industry yeah. um, to try and keep teaching classes because you know everyone burns out and um, I was starting to get to that point so I decided to re-up because last time I did the Ironman was 2009 and then I decided you know I needed some more motivation so to train for that and it really does it offers a good uh, distraction I mean to for fitness, you know, and uh, to kind of get away from what's really going on as far as the real world or whatever, and, and it's fitness is such a good thing, um, and to kind of, uh, my dad used to call it staying out of trouble, um, and for kids especially, yeah. uh, sports, being involved in sports, um, keeps kids motivated, keeps kids um, out of trouble, um, because, you know, you kind of it's easy to sit there and get lost on the computer or games or or just whatever and sit in front of the TV and waste time, waste, right. kind of waste away a little bit. So might as well get up and get out and, and um, any way to get motivated. Um, for me, it's uh, it's a typical you know 10K, half marathon, tr little triathlons, little sprint triathlons. You don't have to do anything major like an Ironman or something like that. Um, but just small things, either a 5k or, you know, something small, I, I would not suggest, uh, training or trying to train for a marathon that's taking 10 steps too far. Right. I would suggest building up to that. If you're training for a marathon, make sure you do a lot of small races, um, before you do that one and make sure you uh, ask professionals and, and you know, research uh, what training you should be doing. Um, even then, I would ask people that you're working out with uh, what they do and what works for you. Everyone's a little different. But um, 
I get that a lot. People are like, oh, I'm going to do my first marathon. Marathons are not the best thing for you. Um, and here I'm speaking, I'm kind of a hypocrite because I'm doing Ironmans and long distance stuff that your body breaks down completely and it's just not worth it. In my opinion, if you're going to do something, do smaller events, um, especially if you're just starting out new, if you're experienced, yeah, you know, maybe you can go on to that route, but, and then also, you know, we have our fitness center here and we do rowing, which is no impact and you get full body workout and we have races coming up, uh, in a few months. Um, where you virtually race on the machines and it's, it's uh, a little over a mile race and, um, you know, it's a great incentive, a great workout, it's tough, but it's, you know, any little thing, you know, to use motivation and then nutrition is a big role too. And, but yeah, just set up, uh, things a month or two out, three months out where you can look forward to, to an event like that. I was noticing that, and I was going to mention that, that a lot of different, uh, organizations or whatever or, you know gyms and things like that or I think they they have created a lot of things to allow people to, to set a goal for something like you know you just mentioned basically the, the beach sprints um, and I see things like uh, I always you know I pick up things at, at uh, bike shops sporting at stores and stuff there's always something coming up somewhere nearby you know whether it's a, a bike ride or uh, like I said a 5k or something like that and even uh, I know I see people posting things on Facebook. Even with like like with Zumba, they have these big uh, Zumbathons. big Zumbathons yeah. and stuff like that. So I guess there's there's things out there if, if you just look for it and if you want to set goals throughout the year to, to kind of keep you motivated. I believe. Yeah, they're everywhere. I mean, you could probably do something every weekend. Yeah. Um, and it does. You know, it costs money and stuff. Um, but you know, it's it's super fun and it's super addicting. Um, once you do it, you get kind of get that high and the energy that's involved with it, the people that are doing it around you, it's automatic, you know, it's as far as like when you're in the event, um, it's, it's almost easier because you're surrounded by everyone that's doing it. So it's more motivating there. So it's, um, it's a great tool to use that and to set yourself up for that. Otherwise you know, for those people who are just working out and maybe they create their motivation by looking in the mirror, you know, anything to create, um, motivation or, um, uh, just it's distraction, not bad in the bad sense. It's right. a good sense. You know, like the reason why I only run along the beach, it's a, it's a distraction, you know, right. it's a nice distraction for what's going on. It's, um, a diversion kind of like, to look out and see the view. It's the only reason why I um, really got into fitness training as a instructor, because I burned out of training by myself. I wanted to train with a group of people because that energy is there. And uh, if you train out by yourself or train by yourself, it's super difficult. It's twice as hard. Some people can do it, but I would say most. People, maybe they don't know, but do a class, do a cycling class. You know, we have the Evo bike here, which is a great core workout, full body. And then they have the rowing and Zumba and boot camps. And um, the classes, I mean, I shouldn't say this, but half of the time, I don't want to work out. <laughs> when I'm doing a class, are you kidding me? And, and the instructors will tell you that. And if they're not, they're lying. Because 
it's that motivation, you know, like once you're in it, like 10, 15 minutes, right. then you're, you're good to go. And I tell people, I remind people, Hey, even fitness professionals, we go through the same things, you know, it's not just you, it's everybody. Yeah. And it's a matter of what kind of tools or what kind of tricks you can use to overcome those obstacles, whether it being showing up in the morning to work out or teaching a class. We can't show that though, um, because that would mean you're a bad instructor, you know, if you're telling people you don't want to be there, <laughs> you have to fake it, you know? But in the end, 90% of the time, maybe you know, almost 100% of the time, I always feel better towards the end of a workout, no matter how crappy I feel in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's constant. It's a little irritating. I was talking about this morning when you warm up, the hardest part's getting there, second part is warming up the first 10 minutes after that it's kind of like a light switch turns on your body's like okay i'm ready to go and um you know you're kind of set up for it gets difficult but it, you kind of ride the roller coaster throughout the workout and um and get it done but in the end you'll feel so much better right so you have to remember that feeling that you feel better so um yeah one of the things I, I, I've seen recently, and, and even when, you know, you talk about how difficult it is to, to kind of work out by yourself at times, and I don't think, I don't know if this solves it, uh, it solves it in a virtual sense, but not as an individual sense, is a lot of these phone apps uh, where you can you can plug in your workout um, and, it, and it goes on a, a board. You can have it just set for yourself or you can see how other people have done in the same routes and things like that. And, and, and also track what you've done uh you know kind of a log sense and in like one of the ones i use it has little arrows so, so you know if the green arrows up I, I i the same route that i've done before i've done a better time than i did before mm -hmm. if it's down then i didn't do as good as my best time mm -hmm. but it always kind of keeps me a little motivated that i actually have to put it in there and uh or just get it started when i get going and and i go and do my workout um, and then when I get at the end of the workout, the end of the, the ride or whatever, I can look at it and see how well I've done. I mean, it's got all kinds of statistics and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. especially if you're a statistical geek, yeah. uh, you like all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I think little things like that kind of help keep people motivated. Also. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's addicting on these triathlons. I've done three now. And um, it just, yeah, it's kind of like it doesn't stop. You always want to do better and get better. And, um, you know, that's when you realize. But that, like I said, it's a good distraction. It's a good addiction yeah you know um working out i mean it's it's a way of life and um some people are a little fanatical more fanatical than others but to each his own you know and those i guarantee you all those people that are into it have a ton of energy and that energy is driven by working out yeah. so if you notice like i said if you don't work out bodies in motion stay in motion bodies at rest stay in rest uh, I, you know, you can kind of tell the, the energy levels of people when they work out and they don't. You can also overtrain and do all that stuff too, but it's a whole other thing. But um, yeah, all the gadgets and stuff coming out. I just bought one. I bought one a Garmin GPS um, when they first came out, like four years ago, five years ago, and it just had GPS on my watch so I can track how fast my pace was. Um, uh, to the step mm -hmm. in France so I bought this and it had worldwide GPS so you can anywhere you are in the world as long as you have a clear shot of the sky you can see where how fast you're going pace per mile yeah. 
cave. Garmin made a new one this year. Um, I think they even have an underwater one. I'm not sure how you read your time underwater uh, while you're swimming, but uh, they, I bought the one that's just a regular one, but um, it's an upgraded version and it has a pace guy on your watch and you can race the pace guy while you're running outside. So you could set the pace guy for, let's say, like this past uh, triathlon, this little sprint I did this past weekend, I, I set the pace guy for a 625 pace because I looked up results from last year and noticed that that's what pace I needed to do to win the event. Or, right. you know. So I set him up for a 625 pace and I started the clock and there I was racing the pace guy and I was a, and it tells you how many seconds ahead you are per mile yeah. and um, so I was watching it watching it and I, I was ahead of him in the beginning and I dropped off on the third mile and then on the bike I, I, I look at my clock and try and average the speed and keep the speed up as fast as possible um, and uh, it's fun you know because you you get to push yourself and some people like don't want to know numbers you know there yeah, are people out there that do not want to know that don't want to log workouts and think it's extra time they just want to work out that's fine for the people who do I'd say there's most that do they want to know what they're doing um, even though maybe they say they don't they, it's, it's that it's that competitive kind of drive you know that is instilled in all of us so um I'm not saying you have to go out and buy these gadgets, but down the line, yeah. it's something to think about. And then with our rowing program, we have a website, concept2.com. It's the Concept2 Rowing Machine, and they have a free website that allows you to log all your meters and your distance. And you don't have to do a time. You can just log how many meters you go, how many miles you row or, or whatever, and, it's, and it adds up over time. And you can have a challenge to see how many meters you can row a week or something like that. Right. So there's all kinds of tools. Write down your workouts. I bought a I bought a triathlon training log. Average the amount of hours you're you're doing per week. See how many hours you can get up. You know, um, you know whether like it or whether we like it or not, we all want to do better. We all want to do more. It's it's human nature. So when we have these tools, it just drives us to to do more. You know. Yeah. And, and all in all, just try to be patient, know that, you know, results don't come overnight and, uh, it's a step-by-step -step process. So, and have fun, have fun with anything you do. Um, obviously I'm more biased towards my sports, but you know, whatever you do, have fun and, and find, find something you like to do. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we just, you know, we discussed the, the goal setting for, for your workout and stuff like that. But what about people who have, uh, uh, well, there's the nutrition aspect of it. Um, how does one set goals for, for that and how um, to improve, you know, maybe they're eating and they want to lose weight or something like that. But it still takes preparation and takes some, some type of goal setting. What, what are the first steps for that? Yeah, I'd say first steps, uh, it's funny. I'm going to go back to when I was a teenager. Um, I cut out fast food and soda. That would be a first step. Yeah. Um, I made a vow that I, I think it was, I, I just, since I was 16, I think it was because I'm Catholic, it was for Lent. And I said, I'm not eating for 40 days. I'm not going to eat fast food or soda or drink soda. And uh, I was 17. Mm. And, I, and when I started drinking soda after that, I was like, ugh, 
disgusting because I was my body was used to drinking more water, more iced tea. So ever since then, no soda, and then fast food, pretty much done. You know, I, I was over it, and um, you start tasting the better quality foods, and you want the better quality foods. Right. Um, if you like, I think I ate fast food last time was probably a couple months ago, and I, I was I was it was garbage. Like I felt it was bad quality food. Yeah. Like my I was eating it, it did not taste good. So that's when you know you're healthy. I mean, so that's the first step. Second step would be, you know, maybe go through and uh, ask for no butter, no cheese. Um, stay away from dairy and meats, um, like uh, red meats, you know, at least limit it. Yeah. Um, you know, sugar drinks, stay, you know, if you're zeros, you know, um, the, they have zero calorie drinks. Um, Stay, you know, stay close to that, you know, no, stay close to the no sugar, you know, and, um, nuts, grains are good, wheat bread or corn tortillas, switch it out, eliminate muffins, stuff that obviously is bad. Some stuff, <laughs> it tricks you, but some stuff is just obviously bad. I, and trust me, muffins are the worst. It's funny you should mention that. I Coffee and muffins are like bombs. I was listening to somebody talk the other day. Uh, health and fitness expert and they were they were saying similar things and uh, they said stay away from the, the what are those called brand muffins right? yeah and the co-host says I love brand muffins what are you talking about stay away from yeah. those are just the worst things for you right? yeah there's about I don't know how much butter in one of those things yeah. and if you look at I mean brand you have the brand but that's kind of cooked as well so it's you're not really getting a high quality brand you are getting some fiber but um, yeah the it's probably average 500 calories and that's being conservative i mean it goes up to like 700 800 depending how big the muffin is but regular size muffin and i cut those out i drop like five six pounds yeah i mean over a couple weeks so it's just added calories and um you feel slower and everything so you know the dairy the breads um sometimes you need them for carbohydrates but just try and limit it once in a while you can have it um you know, egg whites better than regular eggs. Uh, you know, add the veggies, stick to brown rice instead of potatoes. Um, these are all changes I made. Yeah. Uh, more water. Um, you can drink coffee. Coffee's okay, in my opinion. Um, I know there's, you know, there's articles actually that came out in LA Times and other news syndicates that said if you drink uh, five cups of coffee a day, you'll live longer. <laughs> I'm not sure if they said maybe you'll live longer or you'll be more awake <laughs> if they're adding those hours per day. But, um, you know, as far as living longer, like hours per day. But they said, no, you, you'll live longer on average, um, like in years. Hmm. Um, and coffee is, I, I know a lot of Olympic athletes and teammates that, that drink coffee. I didn't start until recently, but... Yeah. I know it helps me um, with my workouts and waking up and also calorie burn because the caffeine um, induces heart rate, high heart rate, and then the heart, heart rate along with exercise right. will burn more calories. But you want to not drink too much because then you crash and you know, all that stuff. So you have to balance like anything. Uh, next step would be eliminate alcohol uh, pretty much. So I'll turn it into sugar pretty much? Yeah, but alcohol. Yeah. Because alcohol slows down um, everything, 
So it slows down your ability to recover from workouts, slows down your heart rate, slows down um, your blood flow, you know, and uh, your metabolism. So beer is probably the worst. Um, light beers, okay, you're doing calories, but the beer, the full beers are probably one of the worst alcohols. Although from time to time, beer is actually proven to be pretty good for you. So, but just limit it, you know, just cut it back and you'll see results there big time. Um, plus you'll feel better, not as slow in the morning, stuff like that. Wine, red wine, you know, um, but just alcohol in general, um, try and limit it. And yeah. for those people who are drinking like, oh, well, I drink a glass a day or two glasses a day. No, that that's every day you're yeah. drinking. You're still drinking every day. That's like someone saying I smoke one cigarette or two cigarettes every day it's like it's not i don't want to be like dramatic like that but it's kind of like that yeah. you're still doing it every day so cut it back every other day then cut it again three times a week or twice a week you're still drinking every day right so a glass of red wine every you know there's debatable but because red wine is proven to be good i can get into this all day but there's certain things that there's certain steps you can take not in that order where alcohol could be the first one fast food could be the third one but just take maybe one or one step a month or one step every couple of weeks um, and, and start cutting these things down right because we're really excessive an excessive uh, lifestyle um, is really what it comes down to things are getting easier and, and all this stuff things are getting easier to work out too we're getting more motivation more technology right so just try and balance it out. So, yeah. I, I, you've heard, you know, it's it's interesting that you mentioned just kind of take these steps, because I've seen stories of people that say, you know, they're, they're all or nothing type of folks. They they go, oh, I went in and I cleaned everything out of the kitchen out of the, you know, it was bad for me, and I, I threw it all away, and I lost a bunch of weight, but then I gained most of it back. And is it, I mean, is that because of the? Uh, yeah, it's too much too soon. Yeah, too much too soon. You're not allowing your body to your mind to grasp what's going on. It's like a kind of like a clean house syndrome. It's good to do that, but you got to be consistent. And in my mind, being consistent is taking little steps, because it's almost like the people who get in there and clean out are looking for like the quick fix. Right. Yes, it's good, um, but remember it's a it's a it's a process it's all a process so if you don't grasp if you're looking for the quick i'm going to do it one day and then uh i'll think about it the rest of the time that's not the right thing to think about it's let's do step by step let's let's i know people get excited when they first start working out i'm always trying to calm them down because i'm like okay just know that it's all process it's all you know, week by week, month by month, it's it's a lifestyle, it's your life. Like you need sleep, like you need nutrition, like you need exercise. People don't realize like that's that's one of the things you need. You need to move your body, exercise every day. Um, people don't have time, try and make time anyway, you know? And uh, don't clear out your schedule one week, do it and then and then kind of, you know, slough it off the next couple weeks like try and space it out right um make a plan if you need to stick to it um if you falter one week don't get discouraged come back 
keep fighting back, but ma- but make it so its schedule fits your lifestyle, you know. Um, and if things come up like they always do, um, pick and choose <laughs> what you want to do. Pick and choose your battles, you know. You can't do everything. I mean, I, I was growing up, I missed out a lot. I missed out on a lot of events, a lot of things because of sports, and it was a it was a lifestyle I chose. And um, now, you know, you you appreciate things much more when you get to be able to do those things right. too, you know. So, um, but you know, there's there's things that come up, and but yeah, classes are a great way. Group exercise. Speaking, you know, we got five minutes left, and it's perfect time for this. You know, it's just that time of year, and you know, going into the new year, we came out of Thanksgiving, and then you got Christmas, and you got New Year's, and. And, you know, you know, what do you call it, uh, office parties and this and that, you know, so when you're, when you're trying to make these changes and, and every, in this time of year where every time you turn around, something that you're trying to get rid of out of your life, uh, you know, is, is put in front of you. How do you deal with that? How, you know, how do you, how do you continue to, to kind of socialize during this period of time and still maintain that, that sense of health you're trying to, you're trying to change uh, in your life? Uh, one thing you can do is what I did this past weekend. I actually went to a holiday party on Saturday, this past Saturday night, but wasn't able to drink because I had a race Sunday morning, and that excuse wins every time. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of instances where I've been to parties, uh, college, and um, you know after college and stuff like that. But I've had events the next day, and. Um, you tell someone you're doing a half marathon or a 10k that next morning, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, no, that's probably one of the best excuses you can use." Or the fact that you have um, some event going on, even if you don't have an event, you can just make that excuse, and that's probably one of the best you yeah. can do um, because people, re- you know, notice that as something that takes focus and 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 you know, and a lot of concentration and rest. So. Um, use that um also if you're driving to a party uh you can always use that one you know i'm driving driving i can't you know i can't do it you could still have a good time without alcohol at at, at a lot of functions and or just limit it you don't have to go overboard and drink everything that you see um also with food there's gonna be a lot of holiday treats and a lot of um you know candies and goods and stuff like that yeah I'd say go out and enjoy don't just go cold turkey and say I'm not gonna eat anything right because that's not realistic you can try little bits and pieces but you just just try not to go overboard you know um moderation is key and um you know just uh there's a time and a place to enjoy and, and you'll appreciate things more if you do that so if you have what? stuff all the time you don't really appreciate that much exactly you know? One uh, one of the things a, a friend of mine used to do, who was who was uh, much like you, he, he very competitive in a lot of things. Uh, he would always uh, kind of like eat before we went to something. He, yeah. He would, he, would, he would eat his style of eating. Yeah. And then when we'd get there, he wasn't hungry. He'd just yeah. Say, no, I've, I've already eaten. That's a great plan. Um, I've done that before for sure. Eat like a big salad or something that fills you up, and then you go to these parties and you see all the food and you're like. Uh, yeah. And it puts you in a different mood setting where you're not looking to eat all, all the food that's there. Usually it's a lot of candies and not so good for you. Right. And then you have all the alcohol 
and you're so full you don't want to even touch any of it yeah. um, but you'll still have a good time with the people you're around exactly so you're taking the best of it you know the situation so yeah I mean something to think about holidays I just you know, I, I just drank about I found out my neighbor had a microbrew I was brewing things in his in his garage and so I was um, over there and I, I think I had about five or six beers and um, he was smoking a cigar and I was like oh man I would smoke <laughs> one with you but I can't you know and it's you know and I you know and then we had, she had champagne and there was um, fireworks going off and you know obviously let yeah let loose every once in a while and it's easy I mean and the beer is so good, man. I mean, he, he's gonna, and I'm not a big beer guy. He's he's gonna he's like going big. He's gonna open up. He's gonna try and bottle it and yeah. distribute it. And I was like, man, this is really good. So it's dangerous. Some of the stuff is right there. It's you yeah. know. Uh, other thing is, if you have cookies in the house or gifts that have been given to you, special stuff, go give it away again. Regifted. Uh, <laughs> eat one and. Give it away. <laughs> Give it to someone else. You know, a pre, you know, you don't have to eat the whole plate. Yeah. Um, share it. Uh, because if if it's like me, if it's in the house, it's done. Yeah. If, if it's in the house and, and those treats, I will find them and I'll eat them. <laughs> so I, I have no willpower. If it's out of the house or if I have to go and get it, I won't. Yeah. But if it's in the house, I'll eat it. Yeah. So that's and I know it's a lot of people. So try to try to uh, limit that as well. Great. Jack, any uh, any blog posts coming up anytime soon? Yeah, I'm gonna write a few. I've been a, a little off it uh, recently because I've been so busy, but um, I'm gonna write one because I wrote a couple of my other Ironmans. I'll write uh, one about my this year's Ironman experience um, in Cozumel, and then um, some other tips, uh, general tips on how to stay motivated and uh, through the holidays, and also. Um, events coming up and stuff like that and and also um, rowing for cross training because more and more I'm finding that rowing is like the best cross training you can do for any sport um, and now that I'm doing these triathlons and I'm just rowing I, I just got first in my age group uh, this past weekend and I was beating up on guys that were uh, training for triathlons yeah training in like specifically and I'm not and I'm beating them and that's and that's something to you know yeah I'm an athlete yeah I work out every day but I should not be beating these guys yeah. who are training on the bike every day you know and I'm doing other things Very cool. so it's it's a cool it gives our sport a big um, I think a lot of pride um, and a lot of uh, purpose and so I, I want to share that with everyone too excellent how do people find you um, powerhousefit.com and then uh, they can email me at powerhousefit at gmail.com Excellent. Well, thank you, Jack. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Another edition of Power Fitness with Jack Nunn. Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, have a safe, wonderful week and we'll see you next week.